This episode of the Vacant House Podcast is brought to you by the online RPG game RuneScape. There is no sarcastic tone here or any sort of backhanded comments. I'm just simply wondering how the hell this game is still alive. RuneScape. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Vacant House Podcast, where thoughts turn into banter. My name is Hayden Snook, and as always, I'm joined by my tag team partners, Kyle Bargo and Spike Seltzer. Today's episode is going to be a fun, interactive episode where we take your questions and, of course, answer them. Some of these questions may be funny, serious, or even a little insider-ish, but I promise you it'll be interesting nonetheless. But as always, to begin, let's talk about what's going on in our lives. Kyle Bargo? So, if you guys didn't know, I've been selling a lot of my games on eBay. Not a lot as in a lot of my collection, but a significant amount, like 10 to 15 games every week. So I've used my printer upstairs a lot. So I got home from Brock's wedding and that whole the whole festivities on Sunday, and I went to print something, and I got an alert that my printer ink was empty. So I was like, okay, well, maybe it's not actually empty. Maybe I can go shake, and it'll be fine. Get like one or two more prints out of it, and I'll go and order ink. So I did that. It was completely run dry, which blows my mind. That means someone at the house went through the rest of my ink, like four or five pages, because they should have. It should have alerted me whenever I had a few more prints left. So I have an Epson printer, and I went to look up the ink. So I went on Epson's website. They gave me this little dialog box, and it tells me that the ink that that printer takes for just the black, which I was out of the black and the cyan. So there's black, cyan, yellow, and red. I was out of the black and the cyan. The black was 48 bucks. The cyan was 25 and they were just regular capacity. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's cheaper on like eBay or Amazon. So they link directly to Epson's own eBay or Amazon stores and it's the same price and the reviews are absolutely atrocious. Like this didn't last me two months. This is really bad. And obviously it depends on what you're printing. If you're printing a lot, time really has no factor in this. But long story short, to get the Excel versions of the little printer things or the ink ink packages, for me to fail that printer up was a hundred and twenty bucks. It's a hundred and twenty wow. bucks for Are you all my ink. Me? I swear to God. So the printer itself cost two hundred bucks. So if I now granted, there's a lot of like little in and outs, but when they when you sell a printer, it's not full capacity like cartridges. So they're like consider them half full. They're like intro cartridges. So they lasted me, oh I don't know, four or five months. But to refill it is 125 bucks. So if I chew through this in six months, it would have been cheaper for me to just buy a new printer, which is crazy to me. That's crazy, yeah. And that's a, everyone, wow, that's a lot of like money just for. I, I know. And so my dad used to always, this is a kind of a funny story. I don't want to talk about printers the whole time, but my dad used to (laughs) episode 17, the mailbag and printing. Let's go. (laughs) My dad uh, used to get like 40, $50 printers. And when the time came to refill the ink, he would just buy a new printer because the ink was like $10 cheaper than the printer, which, which was crazy then. But I figure if you have a more expensive printer, the ink's still going to be like 40, 50 bucks for everything you need. And that's just not the case because each individual uh, company has proprietary things on their ink. So I can't just take this cartridge and fill it up with any sort of ink. It only reads like this certain kind of ink, which blows my mind. But Hmm. everyone was suggesting buy this $500 printer where ink is only $20 to refill. And I'm like thinking, is that a good investment? Probably, but I'm not spending that much money on a damn printer. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like the long-term person to me was like, "Hmm, that seems like a good investment." But I can't and I print a lot. No, I can't believe that there's no like third-party brand of ink right. that you can buy. So Brittany's mom was telling me that for their printer, which is LG, they buy like third-party ink, and you can tell there's a quality difference there, but it still works. Like, cause I, I'm shipping out, I'm doing like shipping labels. It doesn't need to be like, and I'm, it's not like I'm printing out like color photos, you know, 
But yeah, it, it's, it blew my mind because I called my mom and I'm like, why is this so expensive? Like, is there another, another way for me to buy this? And she was like, no, I don't, I don't think so. And I, I probably looked for 30, 45 minutes. And so, yeah, uh, long story short, don't buy a printer and don't buy ink because it is expensive. Spike. That's a really good life lesson right there. though. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I bet. Um, so I finally bought into the hype and I started to watch Game of Thrones. And it's really, really good. I I've just I don't know, like I, I didn't I wasn't one of those people that was like, I don't like popular things, so I refuse to watch this. But I just never it was on HBO and stuff like that, and it wasn't on Netflix, so like I didn't want to spend money to watch it. Um but that was literally what I was just about to ask is, did you like, did you not like it because everyone else liked it? No, I, I, I just, I didn't know where to watch it and I didn't want to spend money on it. Yeah. So how much money did it cost for you to watch it? Well, um, let's just say that I don't not watch it legally. Ah, Illegal. don't not watch it illegally. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so you're not incriminating yourself because you totally didn't say that you don't watch it illegally correct you do not watch it legally either so correct yes um but no i really like it i'm already through like the first seven episodes um i I honestly thought always that i was probably gonna like it again i just never wanted to take the time to try and find like an alternate way of watching it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and 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 i'm actually glad that i waited so long because me personally, I hate watching current shows that are still running and then like having to wait another year until they come out. So then when the next season comes out, the first two episodes are me like, wait, what happened again? Now that it's on its last season, I can literally watch like one of the most famous shows of all time straight through and not have to worry about that, which is you nice. can just straight binge it. That's really yes, nice, which yeah. is awesome. So that's what I've been up to lately. What, what about you, Hayden? So. Uh, one of my favorite comedians is named Dane Cook, and I don't know if you uh, guys know him. Do you know yep. Dane Cook? I do. Dane Cook uh, starring Good Luck Chuck, hmm. a, yeah. a movie about a man that goes around sleeping with a bunch of women, and then once they sleep, once he sleeps with them, they get married. <laughs> um, but listening to this podcast, uh, shout out to the Your Mom's House podcast with Tom Segura and Christina P. It was great mm. this morning, but. Uh, the, over the past week, they had Dane Cook on their podcast, and he talked about a Word of the Day app. And I thought, what a great way to learn some new words. So I downloaded the Word of the Day app, and I wanted to share the Word of the Day with you guys. Aw, thank you. So it's a very common word today, and you probably know it, but the word is ludicrous. And ludicrous means... So foolish, unreasonable, or out of place as to be amusing or ridiculous. Hmm. So, so ludic- ludicrous is ludicrous. Right. Right. That's a good way to put it. Uh, he really the is. The way it puts it in a <laughs> sentence. He really in is. The app is the idea that a pit crew can win a race, irrespective of the ability of the driver, is ludicrous. Hmm. So there's your daily knowledge. For the day it's very nice funny story about that i actually just watched tom segura's stand-up last night on netflix yeah it's hilarious it was really good he had the story about how he came into pittsburgh um and he met mike tyson <laughs> that was him right i think i think yeah. it was him yeah but yeah that was hilarious and he actually name dropped the uh the pittsburgh the pittsburgh improv which i'm going to next week there you um go. not to see anyone specific but it's like that kind of like a stand-up comedy uh type vibe and I just want to see people like absolutely get destroyed and <laughs> and that whole type of deal. But there's actually some really good comedians that come through that improv yeah, club. Joey so Diaz we should definitely came do that. A couple weeks ago, didn't he? And the uh oh who's the oh it's gonna bug me if I can't remember his name. He was in Cleveland. Aldo wanted me to go see him. Uh I don't know. He'll come back to me. Does but he's a pretty a good <laughs> Does he wear a shirt? Yes. I believe he wears a shirt. Okay, so it's not Burt Kreischer. <laughs> no. Um, I'll find that out, but yeah, pretty good. It amazes me how many of these like comedians come to different clubs, and just from listening to Joe Rogan, it amazes me that they all pretty much, like they do tours all over the place, but more often than not, they all hit like four or five clubs 
guaranteed. And there's always like a few that they that they all just love going to and love working at, and that's mm-hmm. pretty much where all the specials end up coming out of. Are right. those areas yeah. like Dallas? They have. I I know uh, Dane was talking about. He just filmed a special in Minneapolis, and or no, yeah, yeah, he filmed a special in Minneapolis, and Tom and Christina P were both like why would you film there that's a tough crowd and he was like mm. well i love i love it i love the adrenaline of like having a making having a tough crowd that won't always laugh at every joke you know mm. so he 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 apparently found that pretty interesting to try and drag a laugh out of people that aren't as laughable i guess minneapolis, <laughs> minneapolis isn't a very funny place i i can't imagine they're all about their <laughs> hockey <laughs> probably <laughs> Oh man! So uh, I guess it's time now for the Vacant House Mailbag segment. This is the Vacant House Mailbag, brought to you by the Vacant House Podcast. So we're going to start off this segment with a question and. We will answer it accordingly, and I don't know if it won't be any specific order. If we have a thought, just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, our first question comes from Isaac Orndorf from Instagram. Will you be at my funeral after I kill myself over to the New York Giants? Yes. <laughs> if, um, if I get invited. If there's Isaac, food. will you, there's will you invite me? Will you invite me to your funeral? Do you get invited <laughs> to a funeral? That's a good question. That's that a, is good a good question. question. Yeah, yeah. I'm I would definitely sure. go, but I don't know. So the Giants had they drafted Daniel Jones, who is the person that would play Eli Manning in a movie about Peyton Manning. <laughs> did you guys see that meme? I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. I think he submitted this to us right after the draft. He did. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I guess. What do you guys think of the Giants? I don't think they're going to be. I think <laughs> absolutely atrocious that they took Daniel Jones at two, at, at, at six. Um, I just don't understand what they were thinking. And Colin Cowherd, I, I really like listening to him because he's a very like he, even though he's super opinionated, I think his opinions are very decent. You know what I compared mean? Compared to other people, yeah, compared to others, and the way he put it was Daniel Jones is a, he said he's a, another round guy. That's what he, I forget what he called him exactly, but a second round guy or a third round guy, Daniel Jones wasn't predicted to be in the first round of the draft. Nope. So either the giants had some crazy Intel that someone was going to take them and they were planning on taking him later. And that then they heard someone was going to take him in the first round or the Giants are truly just stupid and their GM really needs to go. Because... Well, one of the reasons why they picked him was because right before, right when the draft was happening, Peyton Manning called and vouched for him. Mm. Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. There was uh, – they – I know uh, – is it Gettleman? Is that their GM? Gettleman? Mm. I don't know. I can't no, but I, I know I know he I know it's very known that he really values Eli and Peyton's opinion. Yeah. And Eli and Peyton were both very high on Daniel Jones because they actually worked with him. So and and Cal, Colin Cowherd actually had a really good point that they he wasn't going to rag on them because they used Peyton Manning's advice because if Tom Brady tells somebody in, on the Patriots, "Hey, I want this guy around me." They're going to draft him. Yeah, they're going to draft him. And know? if if Peyton Manning, the arguably one of the best quarterbacks of all time, it tells you, hey, this guy could be the next guy. You know. And Obviously, to be fair, think, I mean, yeah. to be fair, he was one of the like top quarterbacks to be taken. Now this year's right. class wasn't a great quarterback class, but like he was one of like the top five quarterbacks to be taken. It wasn't like this guy was like projected to go in like the sixth round you know what he i mean was, like he was senior bowl mvp wasn't he yeah I mean, like he had a pretty the guy's good been bowl. successful he played in the acc like it wasn't like i was it surprising yes was it like an absolute shock of the century no i think people just made it a big deal because an ohio state quarterback wasn't picked yeah that and i think giants fans were kind of disappointed thinking okay 
I think Giants fans kind of went into this knowing that they probably weren't going to draft Haskins just because Haskins, I, I don't know, for some reason I just didn't see him fitting in New York. Yeah, And I think Agreed. most people kind of had the opinion of, okay, we're probably going to draft a quarterback in the later rounds. And I think that's what shocked Giants fan, fans the most is that they didn't take a good defensive like end or yeah. a good linebacker because their defense struggled. Their defense and, struggles and their offensive line is atrocious. Yeah, they could have take, mm-hmm. taken a great offensive lineman. It, yeah. it just it just came as kind of a shock, I think, to Giants fans. So Especially when you already ha- – I mean, they already are going to play Eli this year. They've already said that. And you need someone to give Barkley a little bit more time. So why wouldn't you go an offensive lineman so and then get now, a quarterback in the second or third? Daniel Jones is guaranteed, what, $20 million contract for three years something or like something that, like yeah. that? So Holy. they're going to pay him $20 million to sit the bench for three years? Who knows? That's, I mean, who that's knows a long much, time. Who knows how much longer Eli – I mean, they already did bench him a game last year or whatever that was. But Gettleman came out and said – that they they plan on having Eli for two to three more years oh, as their we'll starter, see. as their starter. So that's crazy that they they're going to waste a first round payment because that's a lot of money. You you have to you have guaranteed money as a first round draft pick, and yeah. that's a lot of money for them just to throw at a bench player. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys saw there was a a thing that was on Sports Center. I think the video is floating around. It was from Twitter, but it was some guy who was analyzing like. Of course, everyone has their own, like, I'm going to analyze the draft and say who's the best quarterback. And he was, outside of just looking at statistics or looking at, like, your actual, like, how tall you are, how much you weigh, how fast you are, like, combine stuff, he was looking at, at game film to try to see, like, because Daniel Jones wasn't that efficient on paper at Duke, especially his senior year. And it was, like, this bad news bears compilation of just all these receivers just dropping balls. And I know yeah. Duke's not known, really, for football. Um, I don't know if that's part of it, but this dude was a three-year starter, poor protection, bad routes. Like I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to say that he's going to do decent once they give him the chance, if they give him the chance. He is because the perfect quarterback body. He does, and I mean, saying that he would play Eli in in a uh, in a movie is not a stretch by any means. Like no, he's he going to be a good successor for Eli again if he gets the chance. Yeah, I agree. But we talk all the, about all these quarterbacks that will eventually fill in like other quarterback shoes. And you look at uh, like Mason Rudolph, how many people like Big Ben actively said, like, I don't know why they drafted a quarterback because I'm, I'm going to be, be around here. here. I'm going to be here for a few more years. Yeah. Like that pick, even though people were hyped about it and you talk for, you notice you talk about for like maybe a year, Mason Rudolph's going to be the guy. He's going to be the guy. And then that talk just ends. And then yep. we might, when when Ben leaves the league or retires or whatever, or leaves the team, we might draft another quarterback. And Mason Rudolph never really played that much, right? Yeah. So it's hard to think too much about it, considering he's not really a uh, a starter for this next year. Amen. So moving on, Baron Vote says one moment. Name one moment in your life that you'd like to relive for a day. That's a hard one. That's wow. a that's a really tough one to just kind of throw out there. Yeah, that, that's a deep one, and it's definitely a tough one. For me, just like spitballing from, from what I can think about, I would say either like the last game of my football career or like district championships or something. So if we're saying reliving it for a day, the outcome won't change, correct? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yes. So do I want to... You can't change anything. It's just that moment you love it so much that you relive it. Yeah. Right. So I'm thinking like, okay, football-wise, like Husky District Champions beating State College by one point because the dumbass wide receiver ran out of bounds and then just like enjoying ourselves through the rest of the night. And then I know we went to camp afterwards because that would be a cool like overall night. But I don't know. I would probably just pick like a random night at college that you came up, Spike, and that we were all hanging out and – Something like that, because there's not like one memorable moment. I'm I'm sure like you ask us this 10, 15 years from now, it's gonna yeah. be like, oh, I wish I spent one more day, like doing this because I don't have this anymore, or this was like my wedding. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's hard mine, to ask this. Mine is probably the New Year's that we had whenever it was me, you, and Spike at your house. Good lord. 
Oh my I, god! I remember that. I remember that. For some Sparkling reason, grape juice. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I absolutely love thinking about that. <sighs> that that is really the time where like it really cemented like our friendship mm-hmm. because that was like right after the breakup and everything was going on, and it was just it was just such a fun night of just goofing off all night. We, all we did was we did prank calls and we oh yeah <laughs> spike was a dancing with a pillow calls. and kissing a pillow <laughs> at midnight and <laughs> it was just such a good night it was that was a good night yeah man that was good or or the night that uh that spike walked the lights by himself yes <laughs> oh, that God. wasn't that night was it i think it was yeah was it was it? That i think it was, that was all the same night yeah <laughs> oh man there was this for anybody who doesn't know what that is uh back home there's this park which you know it has a bunch of uh, picnic areas for summer picnics it has a softball field it has a baseball field for little league baseball like a little creek running through it that you can fish mini golf course mini golf course yeah and uh in the winter time around christmas there is they put up christmas lights everywhere and it's just kind of like a cool thing you can do whether you go with your family or you go with your loved one or you go through significant other whatever it is and the one year the, these guys dropped me off and just told me to walk up on myself so I can look like the loser that I am. And it ended up turning into a, to a tradition where I did it like five or six years by myself, <laughs> which if you've heard this podcast episode, I've been single for every single one of those years. So it's been great. It's been a great time. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. To be fair, our, it was supposed to be a joke, not a, hey, Spike, be miserable and walk around. the. That's what I do every <laughs> night. That's, that's all right. Oh. Oh, oh Spike, you this is where the soundboard would come in, you know. The, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, <laughs> or the laughter. <laughs> what about you, Spike? Is there is there a moment you can think of? Man, that is tough because I was thinking this. There's a bunch of moments that I'd like to relive, but as far as like a whole day, that's that's tough. Now it does say one moment in your life, so I guess, but it says for a day, so. So the wording is a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go the, the whole day. And because it's just fresh in my mind, I'll say Brock's wedding day. The only reason why I say that was because every single moment, like I'll remember, I'll remember waking up and me and Mitch working on the, the, the speech. And then I'll remember, you know, uh, going to breakfast and then all of us going and hiding from everybody and just drinking Crown of Cokes. You know, I'll just rem- I'll remember everything. And then I'll, I'll especially remember all of our friends because it's been so long since we've all like actually hung out and had a good time or one of us wasn't really tired early. We went to bed or, you know, this and that. Everybody was on the same page. We were all having a great time. We were all the life of the party. And I don't know. I just liked looking around and seeing all of my best friends in one area and all of us having a good time and not wanting to leave. So mm-hmm. I'll go with that day. Mm-hmm. Just to extend it a little bit farther, if you had to relive, not not relive, if you could change one moment in your life. So just to give you, I was just thinking about it. So like the one thing I would change, and I'm sure, I hope I don't have bigger problems, bigger fish to fry. I would change the day that I drove and hit Dustin's truck. Oh boy. I would just back out and I wouldn't pull it real early. I would just back straight out. Baron was actually in my car. Uh, we were going down to football practice on a Thursday, and I would just pull straight out. I would drive away. I'd wave at you guys. You'd wave at me. You guys would be throwing football, and that would be the day. And you would continue it. being the great driver that you are today. Do you think I would still have that around me? Was that really where that started, where I became a good driver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. See, I, I like sure. that. I like that you guys compliment my driving all the time, so I don't know if I actually want to change that now. Yeah, exactly. See, <laughs> so I know I'm putting you guys on the spot, but just to change that a little bit, is there something like one moment you would change if you could? Okay. Just thinking off the bat, this isn't like a huge, like a huge disappointment in my life. I just remember mm-hmm. this. Um, there was a, um, a Babe Ruth game against Beaver Springs and I was up and they changed pitchers. And on the very first swing, I had a chance. It was uh, bottom of the six, so I had a chance to uh, win the game. And I swung in the first pitch and popped it to the shortstop. And then the next uh, two innings later from that, um, Bill Corbin gave me the suicide squeeze sign. Uh, It was uh, left hip was the indicator, and the nose was the sign. And what we did was, if you ever got the suicide squeeze uh, signal, you had to fix your helmet to say that you had 
you, you acknowledge what he's doing because obviously you can't send the third, the third base runner running when you don't even know what the sign is. Mm-hmm. So I gave the sign. Um, I knew going into it that I had to get the bat on the ball. If I don't get the bat in the ball, he's out. But the pitcher threw it so far outside that like I had to literally reach across, like my, my left foot had to be across the plate on the other side for me to get it. And I missed it. Oh, and so geez. two chances I had to win the game. And I just, I don't know. I really hated myself for that. Hmm. Well, you had well, a hell of a lot more hits than I did. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I, you had some hits when I umped you, when I umped your games. So, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> what about you, Hayden? Hmm. It's really interesting that I, personally, I don't feel like I would change anything. Aww. Uh, that's, but, that's humble. That is. But if I had to. I guess I would probably go back to taking my first final freshman year and I would have actually, or the night before that final, and I would have actually like studied for it. And because my freshman year GPA was not, not the best. It was, it was a 2.7 or something like that. I ended up graduating with a 3.56 or something like that. So that would have gave you distinction. Yeah. I would have been graduated with the complete honors. Like I got, I got into the business honor society, but I didn't mm-hmm. get into the actual honors distinction. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that, that's the only thing I would probably change right now off the top of my head. Other things would probably be more too depressing for the podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. I wish I never went to Juniata. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can say it, it's, yeah, it's hard to, you used to always like joke about that, but it, it's hard to say you wouldn't want to do that because think of all the memories we made there you know yeah. although yeah. to be fair if you went to penn state altoona and then went i feel like you would have had similar experiences because you were around people that you were close with but yeah you know, but well, I, I actually didn't apply Denver. for penn state altoona i applied i applied for main campus and got in oh did you actually so, yeah it was crazy i wasn't expecting to yeah, but I, I actually yeah, I funny him. story. I applied to one place and never visited anywhere. <laughs> you did yeah. you apply to Altoona or you applied to Maine and they sent you to Altoona? No, I I applied to Altoona. I didn't want to go to Maine right away, so I literally applied to Altoona, never visited anywhere, never applied anywhere else. Hmm. Yeah, so it it was interesting because I could have either went to big school. I know it was either Penn State, Bloomsburg, or Juniata. Well, good and thing you didn't I, go to I, Bloomsburg. Yeah. Yes. That's part of the reason why I didn't go to Bloomsburg. But, <laughs> but you know, because uh, that would have been four more years of bullshit. Four more years. <laughs> Scrappy. Yeah. <laughs> but it, uh, yeah, I, I, it was kind of down to either go to small school Juniata and play football with you guys and or go to Penn State big campus and not know anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it yeah so i chose juniata and i really don't regret it i, I joke mm-hmm. about it and say i do i mean yeah either way i still have crippling debt so <laughs> Amen. Amen. hey <laughs> your debt is in my prayers same Thanks. all right well we're gonna go on to the next question here and it's it's going to be a a doozy mitch bargo asks do you like your orange Julius small, medium, or large? Hayden, we'll start with you. <laughs> uh, my orange Julius. Um, I would say that there is no bad orange Julius, and all sizes of orange Julius is the correct size of orange Julius. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. So this. dumb. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Orange Julius. What? Eh. Eh. Yeah, I mean. It's kind of sour. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> he's, sometimes he's a stand-up guy, you know? <laughs> sometimes he does stand-up. <laughs> Other times he's just depressing and, and, and small and... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stick to uh not really liking orange julius so uh i agree with hayden there, there is no wrong size um you know super sized or extra extra small um you know whether it's quarter hot or 
I don't even know. Like, I can't even explain this to people. I can't even explain this. No. Now, you know the best time to have an Orange Julius? When's that? When you're listening to Wagon Wheel. I agree. What I a agree. good combination. What a great combination. Oh, with okay. Zelda. With Zelda. On to the <laughs> next one. <laughs> On to the next one. A double Mitcher. Mitch asked two questions here. Uh, who is the best at paintball? So if you listen to our past podcast, we talked about how our Brock's bachelor party and how we went to paintball. And I would have to say that Noah was or Jason were probably the best at paintball. If I had to rank all of us, I would go Spike. Dang it. Brock. Brock would be number one, but he's colorblind. Yeah. So I would go Spike, Brock, Noah, me, Jason, Hayden, Mitch. Mitch was not good at paintball. He sucked. <laughs> he he. Of course, I was like his only kill. <laughs> it was it was because I stuck my arm through a window to aim at someone else, and he he got me. I will say that was my was it you guys' first time playing paintball or have you played yeah, it before? It was mine. It was my first, yeah. Hayden, was it your first? Uh no, I used to play paintball whenever I was like really, really young. I had a paintball gun and would go outside and shoot. But... I was I enjoyed paintball. It was interesting, but I will say we had seven people. So the teams the only course that was fair for the four V three. So like we even though at the end we did it was what, Noah Noah, Mitch, and Brock versus yeah. us four, and yeah. we got destroyed. Yeah. Um, but the other courses, when it was 4v3, at least our first like four or five times playing, it just wasn't – We it just got really bad, you know? Like, it always sucked to be on the team of three. And I remember the uh, our very last game, uh, <laughs> I think you two, we had the starting area where we had to put our the barrels of our gun up against this little net. Yeah, <laughs> and you you two were just sitting in the back, and you had your guns pointed <laughs> opposite directions, like right at the starting point. And Jason and I got out so early, and then it was just like they had no clue where you guys were. <laughs> and you were literally right at the starting point. Somehow, somehow, I was the last one, like every single time. Every single time. And the thing yeah. that would annoy me was when you would shoot these things, the, their their trajectory, like the paintball trajectory, would never be the same. And that's what I was struggling with was that. I was like decently accurate, but like the first one that I would shoot would go like a little left. So I'd compensate for it and make sure and like aim a little right so that when it goes left, it hits my target. Well, then that next time it would just go straight down. And it was like, mm. you know, I could never get a good read on what they were going to do. And so I think I focused too much on that. And I actually didn't shoot a ton because I was trying to like get the perfect shot. I should have just like pow, 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 like some people were doing. And I don't even think. I don't think they gave us very powerful guns. They did not. No, because they didn't. because I, I I felt like it was like a little little league fastball going. Yeah. <laughs> it would it would get shot and it, it it would like take forever to land. Yeah. Well, they had so much time to curve too. Yeah. So you're right. It wasn't like a straight straight force, but that makes it interesting though too because it's not like you at the very beginning like some of the ones where like you can shoot like right from the beginning. It made it nice because everyone. No, by the end of it, no one still had it picked up. Like no one really factored in that curve. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it wasn't like you were out after two seconds, which yeah. made it interesting. But yeah. Hayden, you bought those grenades, right? Those that was fun. Grenades. The smoke grenades cool. were fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wish I would have waited until the uh, the very the last. To, yeah, the yeah, Alamo, yeah. Because that was actually probably very useful, and I probably could have smoked off Mitch that last time. But it was just. It was fun. I mean, I, I didn't think they'd actually have smoke bombs there, and they did. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really neat. And, and obviously, we are kind of kidding. Uh, Mitch, Mitch did very well at paintball. Mitch, Noah, and Brock so all good. did. He was so. It was similar to what <laughs> I was driving. Oh, of course. All right, all right. So, next one. Let's see which one do I want to talk about? Clay Reichert, college buddy. Would you rather make your internet history? Would you rather give up your internet history for the last year? Okay, let me. I'm butchering this. Yeah, you would you rather have now. your? Would you rather have your internet history for the last year be available to anyone, or give up the internet for a year? 
So your internet history for the last year would be available for a year. So anything you searched in the past year, people could look and see what you did. So and after a year, it's over. I or give up the internet for a year. I would rather. Oh man, that's tough. So here's my thing. And you may think, well, Spike's looking up a bunch of porn. Actually, no, I'm just looking up really, really weird stuff. <laughs> stuff that makes me just look like a freak. Like, I remember one time. I remember one time. That's even was, worse. I yeah. Think. I remember one time I was having a conversation with somebody and I, like, was showing them what inverted nipples are. Oh. <laughs> so, like, like little. What I Googled for you, Spike, the other day. Yeah. So, like, little stuff like that that I search for. It's like, it's not even like that stuff. It's just like really weird, like, what is wrong with you stuff? I would not <laughs> want people saying. So, people would really judge you based on your internet history. They would think there is absolutely something wrong with me, more than <laughs> they think that there already is. See, I feel like for me, it's an easy answer just because I cannot give up the internet for a year. Yeah. So, I have to do my internet history for the last year. And like you said, I I don't really have much porn. I don't think it would be – I honestly don't think it would be that bad for me because I feel like a lot of – if you're just saying here's all my history in a big document, yeah, I feel like there's so much shit to sift through, like stuff that no one would understand, like Splunk query for RF application. Like no one's going to sift through a lot of that to find inverted nipples, right? I guess, yeah. I feel like, I feel like for you, Spike, you probably don't – you're probably not on the internet – as much as me, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just being like, I'm nine to five on the web. Yeah. So I feel like your list would be smaller, but it would be a lot more revealing of who you are outside of like <laughs> outside of work and stuff. I yeah. Don't know. I don't really know I, how I to respond to, to that. that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you work a desk, you work a job where you don't have to be online yeah, all the time. That's a good point. So I would, definitely let people see my internet history i i just rely too much on the internet that mm-hmm. yeah like like it does it, i mean it does pertain to my job so i have to get on the internet to get to my like uh crm software and all that stuff but and you couldn't listen to podcasts yeah and i listen Amen. to podcasts on the road so i would i would have to Although it would be dangerous because <laughs> some of the stuff I look up, like Spike, my goodness, that I could get in some serious trouble. <laughs> it was, it would be bad because I look up words and just random words and see what pops up. And just, just cause like the other night I sent a meme to the group chat and I, I looked up one random word and that's what popped up and I was like, okay, sending it. <laughs> oh God. All right. Is this my turn now? I believe it is. So here is a question from the one and only Allison Thompson. Um, shout out to Hayden Snook. I don't know if you guys know who he is. That's his girlfriend. He's but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, would you guys ever eat at a fast food restaurant alone? <laughs> so my answer is yes. I've done it before. I don't think it's that weird. Um. Although it would depend on the restaurant. Like, I feel like a lot of people actually, I feel like a lot of people actually do this pretty often, like for work breaks and stuff. Like I'll happily go into Chipotle and eat at Chipotle alone. I'll go to Chick-fil-A, I'll eat at Chick-fil-A alone. I'll go to really any fast food place and I'll eat alone. Okay. Would I walk into Applebee's and eat alone? Probably not. So I feel like I cut myself off at like, so Ali says fast food restaurant. It's kind of sending me mixed signals. If it's a restaurant, probably not. If it's fast food, I would. Interesting. See, I would say no if it's strictly fast food. If it's your, if it's your typical uh, Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, Taco Bell, Popeyes, you know, that kind of fast food restaurant, I would absolutely 100% say no. However, I do believe that like Chipotle and Chick-fil-A and Panda Express – even five guys, they kind of fall into the fast casual category where it's if you go there as like a restaurant. So like Chipotle, for example, you can go on a date to Chipotle and it'd be normal. Going on a date to McDonald's doesn't really make sense. You know what I mean? So but eating by myself, I feel like I could eat at a Chipotle by myself because it's more it's more casual and I think fast food is like 
I would be too embarrassed to show my face in a McDonald's <laughs> eating by myself. I don't know. I'm just weird, I guess. Yeah, I, I disagree. Um, but I will say we used to sit at Burger King all the time inside. Yep. Not by ourselves. I don't know. There's times where I would sit there by myself waiting for you guys. So wait, so wait, yeah. Hayden. So when you okay. when you want fast food, okay, you just go through the drive-through and eat it in the car. Yeah, absolutely. See, I I I do that all the time too, but I would much rather just eat in there. But here's here's my like I I just think that if you're by yourself and and if you're on the road, I guess I'm on the road more than you, so it's mm-hmm. it's more convenient for me to just get my food through the drive-thru and eat on the go all the time. Yeah. Well, you know, I, and, and, and I, I just can't see myself ever sitting in a fast food restaurant by myself, eating something. I would feel too like people were staring at me wondering why I was by myself eating at a fast food restaurant. So I guess we should give the quick backstory as to why this is a question um, <laughs> on Bargo's engagement night. I was a little bit early to the spot. And I, so I was waiting for Bargo, Hayden, and Allie um, the day before, actually, the engagement. Mm-hmm. We were planning it out, and yep. I had about 20 to 25 minutes to kill. So I pulled into a Wendy's, and I sat in there. I was eating, and Hayden did not like that. In fact, he made fun of me, and I cried. But I don't know. I, I, th- I thought it was normal. I didn't, even think, I didn't even think anything of it at all. In fact, I remember um, last year, when we were all going to go to Ocean City and I had to go pick up Brittany in York and then drive her to your house, Barbara, because we were all staying the night. I was about like 45 minutes early and I went and sat in a Wendy's by myself in like downtown York. Hmm. Yeah, I've just, I've never, I, I never view that as like not classy. I mean, would you take, would you go on a date? No. Like, okay, I, I guess... <laughs> I guess it depends on what you consider a date now, too. We're getting into weird territory, but yeah. like, would I take Brittany into McDonald's to grab something to eat if it was on the way and that's what she wanted and that's what I wanted? Yes, and we'll sit down inside and we'll eat it. Mm-hmm. But that, that's not like the pinnacle of our night. Like, if I'm going on a date to Applebee's and we're spending like 30, 40 bucks there, like, that's, that's our date and then we're going to go home. You're not going to do that with McDonald's. So I, I see where you're coming from, Hayden. Like, I definitely think that Chick-fil-A, Chipotle especially, a lot of people yeah. at the Chipotle near me come and they have AirPods in and they sit by themselves and they just eat their bowl and they leave. Like, that's I don't know. a I guess, very... A I guess very I'm just kind of looking seal. at it, though. Like, when I go there, I don't even notice if there's, a, like, a, like a person sitting by themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. That's just me. I, I just see, I do. go in there and eat. I do notice that. Yeah. I, I see an old man sitting in a corner by himself, and I think, wow, his wife must have died. Like, I, I think. Holy. Wow. Wow. Oh, my gosh. They just came out of nowhere. Oh, Cut I wasn't wowing out. about your dogs. Now I am, though. Oh, you weren't wowing no. about the dogs? I wasn't wowing no. about your dogs. That's that's crazy that you, you see an old guy sitting in a fast food restaurant by, your, by himself, and you think that his partner died or he's alone and sad. Like. I just yeah, think he's I, hungry. I, I personally, <laughs> yeah. like, I, if I see somebody by themselves, I, I think they live a sad life. Huh. So okay. So what did you think enough. about me that day? Honestly, I just, I just thought you were being weird. And that I live a sad life. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> think you live a sad life. I think you were just being Spike and being weird. That's probably, what I thought. Probably. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> I love it. Next question. Hayden. Okay. So, Krisha Patterson, one of our number one fans of the Vacant House podcast, says, Are you sure you're happy? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I will move on to her, her different question. It was, Where do you see yourself <laughs> in five years? Oh. Where do you my self- answer, see yourself? My answer, retired. Amen. Wouldn't that be so. great? Wouldn't I that hope be so. great? Oh, I hope you pay no. off my student loan debt if you're that rich. <laughs> In five years, I see myself married, working a job I like, with some money. 
not too much, not too little, and having a good time. Kids? No, absolutely not. Wow. Spike. Where do I see myself in five years? So five Better years, be in Pennsylvania. Probably 20. No, I do not see myself here. Um, yeah, I you see myself. sad every time you say that. I'm gone, dude. I'm gone. Um, and, yeah. And Hayden said that this weekend, too, that he's going to be gone. Listen, Hayden and I, real quick. Okay, Hayden, this is how we're going to make a stamp on this. You ready for this? We I'm, are living okay. in the Nashville area together, correct? I mean, I want to live in Nashville for sure. No, 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 no. Not you want to. We're going to. <laughs> I mean, I want the same enthusiasm that you gave me through text messaging that night. In a year and a half, I am planning on being in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you. Okay. Five years from now, I will be down south somewhere, hopefully um, near the Nashville area. Um, I don't think it's unrealistic to say that I would like to be married because, I mean, what, two to three years of dating, especially at the age we are now, that that's fine. So five yeah. years, I don't think that's out of the picture. That's fair. Um honestly wouldn't even i would like to have a kid um mm-hmm. and just a i mean I, this is pretty pretty a normal answer but just a nice steady paying job i would like i would like to be five years from now not worrying not worrying paycheck to paycheck but like mm-hmm. just not worrying about finances anymore just being in a comfortable position where at night i don't have to think about it much mm-hmm. hmm. yeah some people say that uh, money doesn't matter. How much you make doesn't matter. But those people are people that have money. Exactly. So you definitely need to have something that that keeps you like stable. It doesn't have to be something crazy. But I mean, even from living out here, where like it, it's more expensive to live. Like I find, and even just all my coworkers are are in their thirties, early forties now, and they they pretty much all have said, as you like bump up, like salary levels and you get to make more and more money you're it's not like you hit this point where like oh yeah i'm happy like a lot of them are like i hit this point and i'm I'm not happy it's not like you're like i hit my money now i'm just gonna relax and just coast like you always buy bigger and better things so you only need like something that's stable and, and keeps you floating along and yep and like you said is 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 good enough to i believe there was a study you yourself there was a study done that over once you make over seventy thousand a year, you can't get any happier of a life. Like there's like a study mm. of people that make certain amount of money, and they did happiness scale, and yeah. after seventy thousand, they were all the same. Hmm. Well, so, well, think about it. Like if you if you become like unless you're doing like a get yourself rich quick, but like if you become a CEO, so more often than not, if you're making, I don't know over a hundred thousand, you're a high level executive somewhere. Your entire life becomes being this high level executive. You know what I mean? Like that's not something I, I wanna be. No. Like I see how much time my dad spends like on his day to day and like it you're it's a point where you're making a lot of money but you're also not able to do a lot of things you want to do. So it's like you gotta find like a, a happy medium there. So yeah, I, I completely agree with it. if that studies if that's around the number, I I definitely yeah. believe that. Hayden, what about you? Five years from now. Five years from now I plan on being on a completely different area and definitely not Pennsylvania. I'm hoping to at least be close to marriage, if not married already, depending on the situations that I have in front of me. Mm-hmm. Uh I would say that I am hoping to be in more of a leadership position in my career. Uh, and probably, I don't know if I'm going to be at Lewistown Paper or not, but hopefully my life is drast- not drastically different, but different enough that I am finally feeling like I did something on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that independence. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay, what else we got? Got a few more here. So, Orndorff says, how do you feel about Game of Thrones? Are you disappointed by the last two episodes? So, real quick, I will say that my what's new in this was I just started watching. 
So mm-hmm. even if you guys know anything about the show, try not to ruin anything. I have no idea about the last two episodes. How do I feel about Game of Thrones? I really like it. That's my opinion. so. So what I'll say is I've always been again not a hater, but I don't buy into things that have hype. I'm when I asked you that earlier, Spike. That's because that is how I am. If a lot of people like something, yeah, I I see that a lot of people like don't even like it. Like it. It's not like it's good enough. Like Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite wasn't good enough or cool enough to be as popular as it was. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it just had it, it became like. A lot of people liked it, and then other people played it. I mean, you saw girlfriends and stuff playing it. They didn't like the game. They played yeah. it because everyone else was, was playing it, and it was like the new cool thing or whatever. But what if, so, Margo, what if Game of Thrones is a show that everybody does like? And it, that seems to be the case, absolutely. I don't think there's people – I'm sure there are, but I'm, I don't think it's a lot of people like watching Game of Thrones yeah. just because – their friends like it and they hate it. You're not going to like, and that's the thing. It. Cause that's, that's a, yeah, exactly. What, you, what were you just saying at the end is that that's a lot of time to put into mm-hmm. something that you really don't like. You just want to be caught up. Like that's a right. lot of time. It's like 55 minutes per episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a gray's anatomy. Like once you get on the rabbit hole, if you don't like it, you're going to stop because it's literally like a lifestyle. Yeah. There's just, there's so much time you have to put into it. But that being said, um, peps, one of my roommates here, watched Game of Thrones, and he's now on the new season. And I watched the second episode of the new season slash last season, uh, and it, I enjoyed it. So I, I obviously didn't know everything that was going on. Yeah. And I didn't feel like – he was like, I don't know if you necessarily want to watch this because it kind of spoils some things. But kind of along the lines of what you said, Spike, I don't – there's so much to go back to. I don't think I'm going to go back and watch it all. That makes Is sense. it possible? Yes. But it, it's not going to be like – I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and say, you know what? I want to watch it from start to finish. And now I, I remember what happened. If anything, it's going to be like a year or two from now. And I'm not even going to remember what happened in that episode. But overall, it seems like pretty cool. The The ideas of everything are interesting. And, and from what I can tell, like from what Aldo said and what a lot of different people have told me, is that each episode is interesting and does keep your focus. It doesn't just feel like padding. And would uh, you agree does. with that, Spike? From, I, from I would. Um, what I'm comparing it to is kind of The Walking Dead. And again, mm-hmm. I will give The Walking Dead credit because I think all shows do this in that when, you can, when you're able to binge watch, it feels like the season is going a lot faster than what it is compared to when you're like waiting a week in between episodes when it's live. Mm-hmm. So and then the, you just get one hour. Yeah, yeah. So the criticism I've had with Walking Dead is the first couple of seasons I absolutely loved because I could just binge watch it. And now when I watch it, it seems like it's going really slow. That's just because there's the week in between them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that even so far, I'm trying to be unbiased. Even if I did wait a week between each of these episodes, there is enough in each episode that it, it, you're on the edge of the seat. Mm-hmm. So I really don't have any opinions on Game of Thrones. Uh, I think it's cool that people actually enjoy it and get to watch something they enjoy. I mean, I would love to start to watch it, and Spike, I might take your route of not not illegally doing it. <laughs> Amen. Um, if you need help not illegally doing it, I can definitely help. Yeah, <laughs> great. Perfectly. Perfect. So I, I might take that route eventually. Probably once this season ends, then I can just kind of binge it all the way through and not worry about it. I probably could now and not worry about it, but eventually it's all going to come out on like DVD and the bootlegging of it will be yeah. much better quality. And I, yeah. <laughs> it, and the last two episodes I heard were hype and all the t- tweets and stuff people were putting out look crazy. So I, um, I looked at it as I, l- I like to be able to hold conversations with people of all types of people, whatever, whatever the topic is. That's just, the kind of person that I am, I always want to be able to hold a conversation no matter how tough that person is to talk to. And this is one of those things where it was like, I have to watch it. Even if I watch the first two episodes, I can at least have like an idea kind of, but now that I really like it, like I'll, I'll be able to have a, I'll be able to have a conversation with Marvel's Endgame. I'll be able to have um, a conversation about Game of Thrones. So I don't know. I like to kind of get my knowledge up on pop culture as well as older stuff too, but that's just me. That's fair. Okay, is this me now? Yes. Okay, we're going to go with one of Liz Denver's questions. Where do we record? So 
I know this is breaking news. We don't record together. And the Ooh. crowd goes wild. This is another soundboard. <gasps> what? <laughs> I am in State College. Hayden is back in Milroy, where kind of where we're all from, and Bargo's in Pittsburgh. So yep. we rely heavily on Wi-Fi and all that. And if you ever hear like a little bit of robotic, that is my internet connection saying it doesn't want the podcast to be good, and I can't do anything about it. So but we're so good that we overpower that. <laughs> that is true. They're yes. they're far and they're far and few, which is. Good knock on wood. I don't want that to jinx anything. But yes, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, we all we record where we're at and we make it work. If you have any more technical questions, shoot them because I shoot <laughs> I em, enjoy talking about technical things. <laughs> shoot them. All right. So I'm thinking we wrap it on this one. This might be a semi longer one, but it's from Allie, and it says, "Would you rather be famous and have no friends, or have lots of friends but be poor?" Well, I'm already poor and have lots of friends, and life's pretty good. So, I don't know if you're poor. I'm probably. not. Um, <laughs> I'm not. Um, let's panhandling see. in state college. What's that? <laughs> Said you're panhandling in state college. Pretty much. Um, I mean, like I know people are gonna try and take like a shortcut here and say, "Well, if you're famous, you could buy your friends." But <laughs> they're not I don't real, know. though. Yeah, they're not real. I don't. I don't know. I. I enjoy having lots of friends. I enjoy that I'll, pretty much all of my friends are friends that I've had for a long time. Um, so I, I'd, I'd probably pick that one. Would, would it be nice to be famous? Sure, but that's not real. Like, you're literally not living a real... You're, yes, you're living a real life, but that fame isn't real. Nobody really cares about you. They just care that you're famous. So picture Mason Ramsey. Yeah. The dude from Yodel Kid. Yodel Kid, yeah. Like, you could be – so he was in an age where he's probably, what, like 10 maybe, 12? I have he's no idea. Super old. Man, he's like eight. Okay, so eight-year-old Mason Ramsey who has – probably has friends. But imagine growing up with that level of like yeah. – yeah. and fame, fame's a hard word because like does everyone on earth know him? No, but it's enough people that, would, that what you would call him famous. But yeah. he's not in school. Or he's homeschooled, you'd imagine, because he's going and touring places. Yep. And the only thing people care about is him freaking yodeling. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. like, what a life to live. Like, yeah, people are really interested in that about you. But I guarantee no one's coming up to him like, hey, man, what do you think of the football game? You know? Like, I wouldn't like that. Uh, also, they're famous in general. You could be famous for bad things. You yeah. could be like Wings of Redemption, who's an online streamer. Who's famous, but he's famous for rage quitting and throwing controllers and being toxic. And you don't want to be like that because then you're right. You don't have friends. But, uh, yeah, I would choose having lots of friends and being poor because assuming that you're authentic with them. Because I I feel like if you got famous enough to a point, all you're going to have around you is yes men and people that are just, like, agreeing with you and you never actually know – like, I feel like if I if I say something that you guys don't like, you're going to tell me. It's not like you're going to be like, oh, yeah, Kyle, that was great. Good job. Right? So may, maybe you guys would say great, good job. I would. Talk shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like if you have a lot of friends, um, maybe one of those friends has some money and can help you get by, and, and then you're just enjoying your life. So I don't know. I think for thought. I think most people are going are going to go with the lots of friends but be poor. But Hayden, go ahead. Sorry, my dog's barking. <laughs> so if you want to proceed, Hayden, would you rather would you rather have lots of dogs? <laughs> yeah, I have lots of dogs, but I, I will play. Dev- See, I can't even talk about this dog barking. So please, I would. As devil's advocate, I'll say I'd rather be famous and have no friends just to be a devil's advocate. I'm so mad right now at this dog. I'm about to rage. And the dog stops. Or he's mic muted. Probably did that push the talk thing and he just okay. like, smashed so, it. There it is. Because, because I know that I would say the same things you guys are. Obviously, I would rather have a lot of friends and be poor. But I'll play devil's advocate here and say that say just for content's sake that I will be famous and have no friends. And my reasoning for that is I enjoy my alone time and I like to gather my thoughts in my alone time. And I feel like if I'm famous, 
I can take a lot of trips to places that I want to see and be by myself and really get to think and explore creatively and be myself. So that that's my reasoning. True. That's a good thought. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to wrap it up there. Hopefully my dog doesn't start barking here. Do it. Uh, <laughs> Do it. Annie bark, bark. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, it's not. It's not Annie. It's the new dog we have. The stupid Cooper. golden retriever. Follow his Instagram. Cooper. Yeah. Follow his Instagram, Instagram at Cooper Snook, Snook Cooper at Snook Cooper. <laughs> Jeez. Um. Okay. So we didn't actually do a call to action. So obviously, as we've said before, if you are not following us on our on our Instagram or our Facebook or our Twitter, please follow us at Vacant House PC. If you're listening and you got this far, please. Leave us a review. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, write a review. We're really trying to get on that trending page. Uh, the more reviews, the better. The more likelihood of that happening. And we really appreciate you guys listening. And we're really looking forward to keeping this podcast going and really enjoying it doing with you guys. So uh, thanks for listening. And until next time, keep your thoughts alive. Mm-hmm.